0: Although Supreme Lord uh, Ramachandra, he is a supreme personality of Godhead. But to set an example, Lord Ramachandra performed an example. yagyas uh, to satisfy himself, but this does not mean that an ordinary living being should imitate the Lord by accepting the process of, uh, you know, he sh- they should not consider himself as Lord, but they should, und- uh, the great is that do things for the benefit of the people. So what did Lord Ramachandra do? He did this for the benefit of uh, the people because he set an example for them that how should one worship the Lord in, in one's life. So performing of Yajna involves worshipping the Supreme Lord. So here Supreme Lord is worshipping the Supreme Lord. Huh? So uh, the Lord worshiped himself by himself. This does not of course justify that my other philosophy. No you need to understand this point as well so the jiva cannot become the supreme lord the jiva the living entity is always different from the supreme lord and the living entity uh, can never become one the supreme lord bhagavad gita supreme lord says lord krishna says in the bhagavad gita that mamai vanshō jīva lokē jīva bhagavad gītā So svīva lord krishna's ansha so so Lord Krishna also he meditated upon himself every morning as a grahastha and so Lord Ramchandra also performed himself to uh, satisfy himself, because that is uh, an example which they need to set in front of the common people that as a householder what they have to do is worship the supreme personality. So Lord Ramchandra gave the entire uh, east to the Bhoota priest, you know, now Lord Ramchandra actually. He donated everything, the whole world was under his control and he gave everything to the priests. He gave the entire east to the Hota priest, the entire south to the Brahma priest, there are different kinds of priests. The west to the Adhara view and the north to the Uttghataha. And in this way, he donated his entire kingdom to them. Imagine, you offering everything, like Bali Maharaj offered everything to the, to the lord Vamandev. No? Like he was a famous as a Brahmana. So everything belongs to Krishna, and everything belongs to Krishna, everything belongs to Supreme Lord. So we should also offer it everything to the Supreme Lord. So everything has to be offered to Supreme Lord Shri Hari. We need to, we need to understand that. Huh? And uh, this is how uh, life of a householder should be. That he of every day he offers pranams to the Lord and he says, Oh my dear Lord, my everything belongs to you. Every, everything of mine is yours, your property. And the same the spiritual master, the whole body, kaya, vacha, karmana, tan, man, dhan, everything belongs to the spiritual master, the sadhus, the, the true representative of the Supreme Lord, everything belongs to them. I'll have to give an example once. Once uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, his, uh, you know, his uh, uh, Brahmachari disciples were very envy towards whom Ruhanstha disciple. And uh, Bhaktisiddhartha saraswati Thakur did not like that, that they are so envious of a, of a grahastha disciple because he he was paying good attention towards that grahastha disciple. So understanding the situation, he called the grahastha disciple, he said that I want that uh, you water property and he was very rich. So he everything you should donate to me, make the papers. So, so all the papers were read and everything was given to Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati. And his spiritual master told that, tell your wife to come every day and beg from me, ask from me whatever her expenses is there in the house for that particular day. She should come, ask from me, I will give that expenses to her, and then she can spend her day. So every day this happened for a good amount of time. And then the called Brahmacharya and said see why am I paying so much attention to him because he is, he is a grahastha he has given everything and a wife comes every day to beg from me that's how surrendered they are so why should I not reciprocate not, with them accordingly then the when the, the Brahmacharya realize this then Pakta again give back the entire property to the, to the disciples so this is so here Lord Ramachandra is offering everything to the the brahmanas, all the brahmanas were engaged in the various activities of sacrifice. We were very pleased with the Lord ramchandra who was greatly affectionate and favorable to the brahmanas. So when everything was offered, Lord Ramchalga was offering everything. The, that melted the heart of that melted the heart of uh, uh, the brahmanas. It melted their heart. Ekshatriya's duty is to give charity and a brahmana's duty is to accept charity but not more than needed to maintain body and soul together therefore well, therefore when the brahmanas were given so much land by the lord ramchandra they returned him back and because they were not ready Because they are not ready so brahmanas are so pleased with lord ramchandra's affection towards uh, you know them that their hearts melted they saw that lord ramchandra aside uh, from being the supreme lord was also a qualified Kshatriya and was exemplary in his uh, character so one of the qualifications of a Kshatriya is to be charitable a Kshatriya, a Kshatriya uh, actually he, he leaves taxes uh, upon the citizens not for his personal but to do charity in suitable cases so, on one hand, Kshatriyas have a propensity to rule, but on the other hand, they are very liberal with charity. So, you need to understand that. Lord Ramchandra was very liberal. He gave everything. He did not keep anything with him. He gave everything to, to, to the Brahmanas. Bali Maharaj also gave everything. Shukracharya opposed him, but Bali Maharaj gave everything to the to, to Supreme Lord. He gave everything to, that, to the Brahmanas and the brahmana said you are the master of the entire universe lord you have what you what you have uh, 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 not given us actually you have entered the court of court of, uh, core of our hearts and dissipated the darkness of the ignorance via refulgence. this itself is a supreme gift we do not want any material donation we are satisfied Namo Brahman Devaya Ramaya Uttam Shlokar Duryaya nyas, Nyasta well, saying that, a oh, Supreme Lord, you have accepted the Brahmanas as your worshipable deity. Your knowledge and memory are never disturbed by anxiety. You are the chief of all the famous persons within the world and your lotus feet are worshipped by the sages who are beyond the jurisdiction of punishment. So the Brahmanas are saying that's why we want to offer repeated obeisances to you. So Lord Ramachandra was uh, of their Brahmanas are offering Pranams. So once when Lord Ramachandra was uh, there was a situation now that Sudha Goswami is saying that there was an incident that when well, Lord Ramachandra was walking at night in Gognito, the kings they disguise themselves as ordinary people and they go and meet with the people to discuss with the people not as a king but as disguised as an ordinary man and they become one amongst them and they talk to them just to understand what do they think about the king. So Lord Ramchandra was walking in that incognito hiding himself by a disguise to find out the people's opinion of himself. He heard a man speaking unfavorably about his wife Sita. Now Sita Devi was goddess of fortune. Sita Devi was goddess of fortune. And she was uh, very chaste. But what he heard was a man was saying to his unchaste wife that wife, due to some emergency, that wife had to spend time with some some other man's house. It was an emergency. But that when she came back early morning and that husband found out that my wife had stayed in someone else's house. So she started, he started saying that you are unchaste and you go to another man's house and therefore you are unchaste and you polluted I shall not maintain you anymore. A hen packed husband like Lord Ram he is now he is taunting that Lord Ram is hand husband and he may accept Sita although she has spent time one complete year with Ravana. But I am not hen packed like him and therefore I will not accept you again. Strudja Goswami chastising this person. He's saying men with poor fund of knowledge and a heinous character speak nonsensically. Sita, she is a supreme goddess and she has She has actually gone through all the purificatory process in terms of materially. You know, she has done, given her Agni Pariksha. And everybody, all there is everybody witnessed that, but still, this happened. When uh, actually Mother Sita Ravana never kidnapped Mother Sita. It is said our acharyas say that understand, understanding the situation that uh, which is going to arise Lord Ramchandra he kept Mother Sita with Dev and from Agnidev Manifested Chaya Sita. Chaya Sita came, and that Chaya Sita continued to forest and continued to forest and was kidnapped by Ravana, because Ravana cannot touch Mother Sita. What Ravana was only able to touch was Chaya Sita, illusion, illusionary Sita. And when, when uh, after she spent the whole one year with uh, in, in ashoka forest and when lord ramachandra went there kill ravana and brought sita when sita came back Chaya sita came back so there was a there was an agni kund prepared and when sita entered that and agni dev kept who kept mother sita gave mother sita back to lord ramachandra that is our that is our siddhanta so, men with poor, Shintra Goswami chastising the men with poor fund of knowledge, who don't know this, and a characteristics characteristic, They can, these foolish rascals, they don't even know, they, they talk ill about Mother Sita. So, Lord Ramchandra, now, fearing such rascals, Lord Ramchandra abandoned his wife Sita Devi. She was pregnant, and thus Sita Devi went to the ashram of Valmiki And Sita Devi was pregnant. And unfortunately that Lakshman had did this task of going and dropping her in the forest. And nobody, she was just abandoned. And and at that time, nobody was there to take care of Mother Sita. At that time, Valmiki Rishi, he saw Mother Sita and gave her shelter. And Valmiki, she started residing in the ashram of Valmiki Muni. And Valmiki Muni's ashram too, uh, love and kush uh, the two sons of lord Ramasindra were born and so lord, here also in Ayodhya lord Lakshmana had two sons Angada and Chitraketu Bharata also had two sons Takshan Taksha and Kushkalaha then, then uh, Satrugan also had two sons Subahu and, Sh- and Shrutasena and and Bharata and and Bharat Maharaj he went and conquered all the directions. He killed even Gandharvas who were generally pretenders, and taking their wealth, he offered everything to Lord Ramachandra. Shatrughna also killed a rakshasa named Lavana Lavana Sur. He was ruling in Mathura, and thus he established the great forest known as Madhuvan, which is Mathura. Then. <clears throat> Being forsaken by her husband, Sita Devi entrusted her two sons to the care of Valmiki Muni and then, meditating upon the lotus feet of Lord Ramachandra, she entered into the earth because she could not bear the separation from Lord Ramachandra and she could not bear that what everybody has to... that, every, that the Ayodhya Vasis, they were talking so ill. Not everybody, but a few were talking ill about, you know? Uh, about about her, so they did not. She did not like that, and she was not able to bear separation, and that's why she decided. It is impossible. It was impossible for Sita to live in separation from Lord Rama. Therefore, she entrusted her two sons to the care Valmiki Ji, and she entered into earth. And after hearing the news of Mother Sita's entering the earth, Lord Ramchandra was certainly aggrieved. He was so disturbed. It was actually, upon remembering the exalted qualities of Mother Sita, he he could not check his grief in transcendental love. So Lord Ramchandra's grief at the news of Sita Devi's entering the earth is not being considered material. So this this is not an ordinary thing. In the spiritual world, also there are feelings of separation, viraha. But such feelings are considered spiritual bliss. Vipralamba. This is called as Lamba. Mm-hmm. So, grief and suppression exist even in the absolute, but such feelings of suppression in the spiritual world are transcendently blissful. So, the attraction of a man and a woman always exists everywhere, making everyone always fearful. Such feelings are present even amongst the controllers like Brahma and Shiva. And is the cause of fear for them. So what to speak of others who are attached to household life in the material world? <clears throat> so, as long as men feel attracted to women and the women feel attracted to men, the bondage of the repeated birth and death will continue. But in the spiritual world, there is no fear of birth and death. Such feelings of separation are the cause of transcendental bliss. And this, so Lord, Lord Ramachandra was experiencing Uttar Lamba, uh, well, Sita was experiencing Uttar Lamba from, uh, from the Supreme Lord. And after Mother Sita entered the earth, Lord Ramchandra observed complete celibacy and he performed an uninterrupted Agnihotra Yanya for 13,000 years. Uninterrupted. Lord Ramachandra's lotus feet were sometimes pierced by the when he lived in the forest of Dandikara, dandakaranya Because those lotus feet in the hearts of those who always think of him, uh, where for them it was very unbearable. and so Now, the Supreme Lord, who was not able to bear suppression from his mother Sita, he entered in his own abode Vaikuntha planet, which is beyond the Brahma so the forest, uh, you know, when the lotus feet of the Lord are always subject matter of meditation for the devotees. The devotees, they always uh, meditate on the Supreme Lord's lotus feet. When you go to the temple, the first thing you should is to see the Supreme Lord and the object of the initial darshan should be the lotus feet of the Lord. And from the lotus feet of the Lord, one should go further, 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 further to the lotus face of the Lord. Mm-hmm. So the devotees upon thinking of... So, so the devotees of the Lord... Uh, they are always meditating upon Supreme Lord's pastimes, and sometimes when Lord Ramachandra used to enter into Dandakarana forest, thorns used to be picked by Lord's feet, and the devotees, upon thinking of this, used to faint. And the gopis, when they used to hear that Krishna is going barefoot to the forest, and they used to imagine that 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 the that the, uh, the thorns might be picking Lord's lotus feet, they used to be, you know, they used to cry. Is to cry in submission. And they were unable to bear that pain. So the Lord does not feel pain or pleasure for any action or reaction to this material world. But the devotees cannot tolerate even pricking up the Lord's lotus feet by a thorn. So that is the, that's how the situation is. So Lord Ramachandra, he entered his own uh, uh, abode. So Lord Ramchandra's reputation for having killed Ravana with showers of arrows at the request of Devatas and for having built a bridge over the ocean does not constitute the factual glory of the Supreme Lord. So Lord Ramchandra uh, has a transcendental body and is engaged in various pastimes. So Lord Ramchandra is no equal or superior. Therefore, uh, for him to take Help of monkeys and uh, uh, Vibhishan and all was not required, but he still did to, to gain victory over uh, Ravana. That's we need to understand. So, <clears throat> the Lord has, uh, uh, for the Lord has known. Uh, you know, he ap- he appears uh, to act to protect his devotees or kill his enemies. You need to understand that no one can be the Lord's enemy in one sense. Since, uh, who could be more powerful than the Lord? So there is actually no question of anyone being his enemy. But the Lord wants to take pleasure in the pastime. So he comes down to the material world and acts like a human being. And thus showing his wonderful, glorious activities to please the devotees. His devotees always want to see... The Lord victorious in uh, varied activities. And therefore, to please them, to please Himself, the Lord sometimes agrees to become a human being and performs so many wonderful pastimes. So, Lord Ramchandra's spotless name, spotless fame, uh, which vanquishes all the sinful reactions, are celebrated in all the directions. Like the ornamental cloth of the victorious elephants that compass all directions. And Markandeya Rishi, uh, great, great personalities like Markandeya, Narada, and so many others, you know, Vashishta, Haridwaja, they glorify his characteristics in the assemblies of the great, great, great emperors. So all the saintly kings and all the devatas including Lord Shiva, Brahma worship the Lord by bowing down their helmets into his lotus feet. So, so shukdev Goswami is also repeatedly offering obeisances to the Lord's lotus feet. So Lord returned to his abode. Lord returned to his abode to which the bhakti, yogas are, bhakti yogis are promoted. This is the place to which all the inhabitants of Ayodhya went after they served the Lord in his manifest fast by offering his obeisances by touching his lotus the by observing uh, him as a father-like king and uh, by sitting or lying down with him like equals or even just accompanying him. So they all, they all got perfection, they all went to the abode of the Lord. So all the inhabitants of Ayodhya who saw Lord Ramchandra as citizens, served him as servants. They sat with him, they used to talk with him as friends, and were somehow or other being uh, present during His reign, you know, when Lord was there, they were all present, and they all got, they all went to the abode of the Lord. The devo so after giving up the body, the devotee who becomes perfect in devotional service enters the particular universe that Lord Ramchandra is engaged in His pastimes, and then after being trained to serve the Lord in a particular capacity in that particular the devotee is finally promoted to the Sanatan Dham, the supreme abode in the spiritual world. This Sanatan Dham uh, is, is the spiritual world. So, one who enters this transcendental pastimes in this, in, one, one who enters the transcendental pastimes of the Lord is called as Nitya Rida Pravishta. So, to understand clearly why Lord Ramachandra returned, it is mentioned that the Lord went to that particular place where the Bhakti Yogis go. So that is the abode of the that is where the Lord went. He's, he was the eternal Ayodhya Dhamma. No? So Lord Ramchandra went there. So Sugya Goswami said to that anyone who orally receives the narrations concerning the characteristics of Lord Ramchandra, his pastimes, his name, his fame, will ultimately be freed from the disease of envy and thus be liberated from the bondage of the two activities. So Maharaj Parishit, he inquires of Indra Goswami that how did the Lord conduct himself? He wants to hear. And how did he behave with in relation with, with his brothers? And uh, uh, how did his brothers and the inhabitants of Ayodhya treat him? So that, that, is, was, that was his, Maharaj Parishit's question. So, Suryodhana Goswami replies that after accepting the throne of the government by the the request of his younger brother Bharata, Lord Ramchandra ordered his younger brothers to go out and conquer the entire world. And he personally remained in the capital to give audience to all his citizens and residents of the palaces and supervise the governmental affairs. So, So, he was uh, he was himself ruling the, the government, and he was he sent his brothers for expansion and for for uh, conquering the whole world and bringing all the kings under under his umbrella, under his one rule. And so Lord Ramchandra showed his favor to his brothers by ordering them to go out. Many of the Lord's devotees residing in the Vrindavan. Have taken the vote to, not to leave Vrindavan to preach Krishna consciousness. But the Lord says that Krishna consciousness should be spread all over the world, in every town and village. So that's why, just like Lord Ramchandra also stayed in Ayodhya himself and he ordered his brothers to go and preach the message of Dharma. Huh? So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has also ordered Prithvi Te Aache Nagar Adi Gram Sarvatta Kachara Marana. So, a pure devotee, therefore, must execute the orders of the Supreme Lord and must and not gratify his senses by remaining in one place. No, so uh, just like in Vrindavan, mm-hmm. uh, they should travel outside and preach the glories of the Lord, establish Bhagavad Dharma, and, and, and thus one becomes a great devotee. So, a devotee has to carry out the order of Supreme Parasandhi Godhead, Chaitanya said. said, Yara Dekha. As devotees, what is our prime duty wherever we are, we are in America, UK, Japan, wherever we are, our our duty is to spread Krishna consciousness by preaching. Asking whomever he needs to accept the order of the Supreme Lord, the Lord says, Sarodharmaniparitajamaamekamshradamraja. So, abandoning all varieties of religions and surrender unto me. So, this is the order of the Lord, and we have to preach this order. We have to preach this order. So, when Lord Ramchandra ruled, the streets of the capital Ayodhya were sprinkled with perfumed water. Perfumed water. And the drops of perfumed liquor thrown about by the elephants from their trunks. So when the citizens saw the how Lord the ruled, they became very very pleased and they much very much appreciated that how opulently the Lord was ruling. So we, we have simply heard about the opulence of Ramaraja. Rajya. Now here is one of the examples of how, how the opulence of the Lord's kingdom was. The streets of Ayodhya were not only cleaned, but also sprinkled with perfumed water and the drops of perfumed liquor which were distributed by elephants through their trunks. So there was no need of sprinkling machines for the elephants had natural ability to suck water through its trunk and again throw it in a shower. So that's how the Lord Ramachandra's kingdom was. So, we can understand the opulence of the city from this one example. It was actually sprinkled with perfumed water. So, that's how the opulence was. So, the palaces, the palace gates, the assembly houses, the, the platforms for meeting places, the temples, and all such places were decorated with golden water pots and protected with various types of flags. And when wherever Lord Ramchandra visited, the auspicious welcome gates were constructed, with banana trees, betel and trees, which are full of <clears throat> fruits and flowers. So the gates were decorated with various flags made of colourful cloth and with uh, mirrors and garlands. So that's how everyone used to welcome Lord Ramachandra. And Lord Ramchandra visited; the people approached him with paraphernalia, worship. Begged the Lord's blessings, and he used to pray, "O oh Lord, you, you you have rescued the earth from the bottom of the sea in your incarnation as Boar, and now you are maintaining it. So we are very fortunate that you are actually, uh, we are actually we are seeing you. So there is to talk with the Lord, they used to sit with the Lord, there is to discuss everything with the Lord. All the stuff was used to be with the Lord, and and not having seen the Lord for a long time, the citizen, both man and woman being very eager to see the see the see him. So when Lord has left the planet, it was very difficult for the citizens to bear suppression from, from them. So they left their homes and got up on the roof of the palaces and being incompletely saturated with seeing the face of the Lord, Vashulad Sundara, You know, so uh, so they were when the, when the Lord used to uh, when the Lord returned, all the citizens also returned because they were feeling separation. The Lord took; they were they were not able; they were not ready for that. That's why the Lord took all these people with them because even the moment of because they used, the Lord used to spend so much good time with them, and when they used to get separated, because the Lord used to go back to his palace, that suppression also it was difficult for them to bear. So that's why. With this pure devotion, you know, the because of the pure devotion of this of this uh, <clears throat> of this Ayodhya Vasis, Lord took them all. So when Lord Ramchandra used to visit the citizens, they used to they used to go and shower flowers on the Lord. Whenever he used to come, it was it was a grand welcome. It was a grand whenever the Lord come, because they used to miss the Lord so much. Whenever they came, they, offered, they used to show her flowers, they used to worship the Lord, they used to offer pranams, they used to offer, they used to offer uh, uh, glories, you know. So, that's how the citizens welcomed Lord Ramchandra all the time. So, these citizens were very, very dear to Lord Ramchandra, and that's why they returned with him. So, Lord Ramchandra entered the palace of his forefathers and within the palace were various treasures and valuable wardrobes. The sitting palaces of the, on the two sides of the entrance door were made of coral. The yards were surrounded by the pillars of uh, Vaidurya money. And the floor was made of highly polished uh, marakata money. And the foundation was made of marble. So the entire palace was decorated with flags and garlands and bereted with valuable stones shining with celestial effulgence. So the palace was fully decorated with poles and surrounded by lamps and incense. Everywhere a beautiful fragment used to come. The men and women within the palace all like all resembled like they were devatas. And they were decorated with various ornaments which seemed beautiful because of being placed on their bodies. Tasmin, Bhagavan Rama, Snigdhasya so, Lord Ramachandra, who is the supreme personality of who is the chief of the best minute scholars, he resided in that palace with his pleasure potency, Mother Sita, and he enjoyed complete peace. So, without transgressing the religious principle of ramchandra whose lotus spirit are worshiped by devotees in meditation enjoyed all the paraphernalia of the transcendental pleasure for as long as for as long as he did Pray Krishna.